Hey everyone, I'm Michelle. And I'm DJ. And this is Roses and Rejections, a podcast on the Pop Break Network where we talk about all things Bachelor Nation. Woohoo! We were at Fantasy Suites this week. Well, we weren't there. No, we were there. You didn't see a little someone winking at you in the corner like, hey. Let me tell you, it was just as boring in person. (laughs) (laughs) Roasted. Um, That being said. How did you feel about the episode, Michelle? (laughs) Oh, you know, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was was predictable, except for the end. It was, it was like fine. It was so fine, but I don't know that I've ever, the only Fantasy Suites episode, there's two. There's two Fantasy Suites episodes, like normal Fantasy Suites episodes where nothing like super dramatic happened, where that I remember Nick Vial's with Raven. Remember? I do. And I she do. like danced that, away. They put they had fun with that one. That yeah, was um That was great that and was I remember better. it still. And that was like seasons and seasons and seasons ago. So that's saying yeah. something. And then the other one that I remember is um Hannah and Peters in the windmill. That was a whole thing. Yeah. It was a whole thing. And that's it. So this is a very not memorable episode, I promise you. Although, honestly, honestly, the whole season is kind of like a wash in that, like, there haven't truly been any memorable moments. Nothing, like, terribly exciting. Um, What were your overall thoughts of the episode, DJ? I thought it was pretty bad. (laughs) I, I, like, okay, so I think this has, like, been a theme uh, overall and i've been saying this all season and i i really can't be i can't wait to be done with the season thank goodness only one more three hour episode um michelle is great and she's the kind of bachelorette where and we i i theorize this from the beginning so you know little little two point swish for dj uh you know let's make it a three three point steph curry swish for dj <laughs> she would be a great bachelorette she'd follow the rules and do all the things and, you know, do what the show wants. The problem is, it's pretty boring television. Like, I don't know when they'll learn their lesson, but the way that they want the show to happen, as, like, it's always happened traditionally, where, yeah, the hometowns, and the blah, 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 it's pretty boring, and um, we gotta shake things up a bit, but it's bad when, like, just Michelle's reaction to everything's the same thing. So, yeah. like, you could just insert whoever's name you want, but it's like, I'm having such a great time with they make me feel so safe. And I just, whenever I kiss, I love them so much. And I can tell that I'm in love. Here's a, here's a line that she said a few times this episode with different guys. When I'm talking with Mm so-and-so, it feels like how it would feel doing that with your soulmate. She said that a few times this episode with different guys. And I'm like, it means if you say for everyone, it means nothing. Like, if you say for each guy, it's not special. So then we get into this dance where it's like, oh, she's doing, she's like doing what the show wants. Where it's like, oh, she's struggling and like falling in love. But the problem is like, I feel like she's kind of giving the game away. Mm. We're like, at this point, I feel like she's only really into one guy and we'll talk about it. And then the rest are just kind of there. But, like, she's, I don't know, doing her best to, like, make the motions go along. But she wants a proposal from one of them. She knows who it is. And she wants to, like, get to that part and, like, move on. Mm-hmm. And it's maybe been this way since, like, week six. Like, it, it's 
it's like we're done like it's, it's a wrap folks there's no reason to watch anymore except to see what happens yeah um as a brief quick uh summary of the dates from this episode it started with a really good date with brendan and then the next date was with joe and it was like a fine date with joe and then there was the date with nate which just it it felt uncomfortable but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I misread that. But like it felt it felt uncomfortable with Nate because like you saw how much fun and how great and how good everything was when she was with Brandon. Yeah. Right. Like she she had such a good time. You could see she was having fun like it showed on her face. And then with Joe, you could see that like like it was a different kind of fun like they had a good time. She wasn't. It looked like she wasn't as into it, which was fine. It's been that way with Joe the whole time, right? Right. I wasn't concerned, right? And then with Nate, though, she seemed so checked out of that date. Like on her face, the whole time just seems like, "Yep, here we go through the motions." No, the kisses are passionate, and like I, I just I fail to see it. And you know, we've been saying this about Joe the whole time. It's like, well, she's just into him for whatever reason, and I don't see it, but whatever. But with Nate, it's like I don't. It seems like you don't even see it. And I, I said this at the time, but the weird part... So, we're going to be going all over the place. and like it, it does not matter at all. But Joe's date, they went on, like, a little adventure where they went ziplining and then, like, went to a, a farm or whatever. Yeah. Like, it was whatever. And, like, they're ziplining. And Joe's basically like, we... <laughs> Michelle, this is did. so much fun. I wish he did say we. I really do. <laughs> and, like... Michelle's just in the confessional being like, man, Joe is really letting his freak flag fly. <laughs> and he's just the best and being so fun. And I'm like, are you selling us on Joe? And it's like, well, I guess if he's going to win, you better pitch him now. And it's like, Joe's getting this weird edit of like, we know you all don't see it, but Joe's just a fun-loving, goofy guy who just loves to have fun. And it's like, he's allowed to be an introvert who may have stumbled getting into this far. But the problem is, is the show's like always surrounded by these people who like, they, like they're all Brandons where they're fawning over the lead and they're like I love you so much and like yeah. I would die without you and Joe and Nate are over here like yeah you're cool yeah. I like you you're, you're, you're a fun hang it's like if it were three Brandons at least it would be like good television yeah. but because it's Brandon and just like two guys yeah that's I'm a picture of a sitcom Brandon and two guys <laughs> it's just it sucks it sucks yeah I do think you're right in that there needs to be more like it needs to seem like more of the men are actually interested in her yeah. like if it was Brandon and Rodney and someone else yeah that would at least because like you saw how interested Rodney was in her like there was so much interest there but like Nate feels like it feels like Nate is trying to convince himself that he's interested in her and Joe is just like robot mode where there's like you don't there's no visual emotion. The most emotion I think we've ever gotten out of him was on the zip line. And that was just like very weird because you're so used to not seeing any emotion out of him whatsoever. And the problem is, is that this is kind of abnormal. Like usually we have better guys to kind of like root for. But I just I'm so checked out. And like, OK, not I'm, I'm not to like pigeonhole gender roles, but I'm like specifically talking about like what the the Bachelor and Bachelorette franchise does, and this is a broad generalization, but it's usually what they do. But on the Bachelor, typically every woman is is ready to just be like 
Clayton, I will cut a bitch to, like, <laughs> you know, just spend an additional three minutes with you. <laughs> like, not rarely do the women just, like, play it cool, like, yeah, you're all right. Like, they they are throwing themselves at the lead to, to prove that they are the bestest. I can't wait for the new season. I'm so ready. But, do, I don't know, do you find that to be an accurate assessment? Yes, oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, 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 you're so right. And it's just funny. That's just and, the way you sound. Then, but then we just have these three guys who are just kind of, kind of, like, well, going... Oh, I'm no, sorry. No, two of them two, are like that. Yes, that's... Brandon is very, like, in it. You're, you're absolutely correct. You have yeah. these two guys who are just kind of going through the motions. And, you know, I, I would like to talk about specific aspects of Nate Date. And one more specific... Nate Date. Nate Date. Where Michelle kind of had to, like, pull... Let's talk about this. Had to pull the, like, I love you out of him. So, uh, Michelle and Nate, their date was, like, they went on a boat. Yep. And then... Which is, like, all of their dates have been water dates, which is, like... Oh, they okay. were in... Oh, we should mention, they were in Mexico for this one. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that was cool. They were on, like, some kind of resort. I wonder if it's the same resort they used for Bachelor in Paradise, but it was not made clear if that was the case. Mm, yeah. Um, anyway, so they go on a boat, and then what, what was the evening portion? I Was it just, just like, a, a dinner? dinner? Oh, yeah, it, it's always just a dinner, oh, though. date sucked. Um, yeah. So, anyway... Um, the whole premise leading up to this date is like, M- Michelle is like, I gotta get Nate to, you know, tell me Nate, how he really feels. Right, Nate was the only one who hadn't said the, I, I'm falling in love with you thing yeah. yet. So she was like, I need to get it out of Nate. And I think the best part was they sat down for the dinner and Michelle basically is like, is there anything you want to talk about? Anything big you want to talk about? And he goes, no. <laughs> like, he basically is like, no. I'm like... Nothing now. Having to be able to read a situation, if we sat down for dinner Mm. and you said, hey, DJ, do you think there's anything we need to talk about? Even if I didn't know what it was, my answer wouldn't be, nah, nah. I think we're good. Yeah. I'd be like, well, nothing comes to mind, but is there something that you want to, but he just said, nah. Yeah. He was like, nah. (laughs) I, he's like, it was like, uh, paraphrasing, yeah. nah, I think I'm all good. Yeah. Like, what nah, are you talking like, about? Like, he was like, nah, nothing comes to mind right now. I was like, what? And she, and she was like, well, this could like end with an engagement and stuff. And he goes, oh yeah, I guess there is things we should talk about. <laughs> oh, God. And it, I was like, dude. He, he's, he must be so unaware of a situation. And like, look, I, I kind of get it where it's gotten to the point where if you're in this you know that, like, yes, it ends in quote unquote an engagement, but not really. It's not really this like blood pack that you're a part of. It's like more of a cash thing, but you can't act like it is. So Nate's either like, I don't know, I don't want to say dumb, but like oblivious to like what he is in, or he knows that what he's in is not that serious, but Michelle can't come off that way. Because it would undercut her role as what I would call the model bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Like, I I truly feel through this experience, B- Michelle is the model bachelorette and I'm not a fan. Yeah. I'm not a fan. It's too rote. It's kind it's of... too what? Rote, R-O-T-E. Okay, which means? Um, kind of pointless and... You know, it's 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 the end is obvious, and we're just kind of going through the motions. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the dictionary.com uh, uh, definition. Uh, wrote a noun, mechanical or habitual repetition of something to be learned. Mm, 
stuff in here? I well, I, I guess in terms of like the mechanical habitual repetition of it, where sure. I just feel like you put in a bachelorette and they will go through the motions of what needs to happen, and right. that's what Michelle's doing, and yeah. I don't want that. I want someone who I don't know. Katie threw in some like stuff into yeah. the mix there, you know. Um, but like, regardless, it's it's just crazy how how. <laughs> like blasé or laissez-faire, mm. if you will. Nate was about the whole thing. It blew yeah. my mind. I I was like just like kind of looking down. And I was reading something, and he said that, and I looked up, and I like did a double take, and I was like, "Did you just say that?" Like uh, what? Yeah. So, uh, okay. So some quick and easy answers to questions you may have, which you won't. Um, <laughs> every every guy got invited to the fantasy suite. Yeah. It's not clear. If she slept with any of them. Yeah, they, they, she also kept referring to them as overnights. Overnights, right. Which is interesting. So it's not like, like, you know some, you're like, oh yeah, they definitely yeah. use that fantasy suite. In no scenario was I like, yes, they definitely had sex. It's like, literally all scenario could have just been each of them talking all night. Like, it was not made clear. But they all got invited to the fantasy suites. They all, like, woke up together. And then they all went back, like, I was... I was under the assumption that she was going to send Nate home early. Yeah, me too. But she didn't. And then I was like, well, he's probably definitely going home during the rose ceremony. Yeah, I mean, to, to talk... She literally had to pull it out of him. Yeah. It was like... Yeah. I'm not joking. She was basically like, do you think you are falling in love with right. me? And it was like, yes, I do think I am falling in love with you. Yeah. And she was like, oh, great. I'm yeah. like, what the... What am I missing? Yeah. What is Nate bringing to the table? And... I, I joked with Michelle, I wonder, did they tell her, like, please don't send anyone home? Yeah. It would mess up everything. Yeah, like, like don't, just wait till the rose ceremony. Just don't don't send him home early. But! But she didn't. And it's, I do feel I should mention that when the rose ceremony started, uh, Michelle gave her a little speech. Yep. And then Brandon pulled her away. And Brandon was basically like, um, Hey, I need you to know that I'm here for you. Whatever decision you make, I'm here for you. That's basically and but he was summarized. like really leaning on that like yeah. like bleeding heart of yeah. like oh I'm like Michelle. It's like I just want you to know I love you and ba 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 ba. And I, I like get why he felt like he needed to do that because he was the first yeah. guy. He had the first date, which means she is the most detached from his date. So maybe she felt like he felt like. She, she needed that. Yeah, I don't know if it worked, but it seemed to, like, she started crying, right? Yeah, she, she was crying. And, um, I, I will say, you know, the three dates, something happened during each of them. It doesn't matter. Um, she seemed to have the most fun with Brandon. She did. Like, bar none. Yeah, easily. Like, and, and it felt like they had, the, like, the most connection. They had a food fight on, they had breakfast in bed, which was really nice. Yeah. Anyone who has a problem with breakfast in bed understands that it's because you can get crumbs and food in your bed, okay. which is, like, gross, right? Yes. Now, imagine having a food fight on the bed. Right. But now, you said your bed. I know. What about a bed? And it's not still, your bed. I, it's, like, so ingrained into me that that is not, that, like, that is wrong. It, so, if the Mattress King rolled into here right now, yeah. into our studio. The Mattress King has okay. his crown, robe, scepter, and I say, I am the Mattress King. DJ and Michelle, this is a bed for which you can have a food fight. Once you conclude your food fight, the bed will disintegrate. You wouldn't take that deal? I'd be like, why are we doing this on a bed? But, I don't know, it's, it's, it seems like a very singular experience to have a food fight in a bed. 
food fights in general. I've never been in a food fight. I never in my life have I've been a part I've thrown food at someone. I've never been in a food fight. I haven't even gotten that far. You've never I've thrown food at anyone? never tossed a meatball. I've never, like, you know, flung mashed potatoes or jello or anything like that. All the classic food fight like, stuff. I mean, like, I've never, it's never been, like, dinner food. It's always been, like, I've definitely thrown, like, snacks and stuff at people and, like, donuts and, like, a munchkin. I've definitely hurled a munchkin at someone before. I, 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 you've never thrown food? I, I, and I, you're talking about having a food fight in bed and you've never had, like, any kind of food fight? I, I, I'm just saying, I, I don't understand the aversion towards it. I don't know, it. It, just, it just sits wrong with me. Like, they got up and at one point they zoomed out and you could see that there was like orange juice and coffee all over like Brandon's pillow yeah, or the cool. pillow that he was no it's like <laughs> and like that you know why maybe there's a part of me that's like what about the people who have to clean that and throw it in a washing machine the bed the mattress because that that's going all the way through into the mattress Maybe they got one of those like protectors on it, like one of the mattresses. Well, like yeah. they're gonna wet the bed like a bed. No, one? you put those on just for anything. Dead skin, dead skin cells. Um, you sweat while you sleep. Um, I'm not talking about like like one of those like. Oh I'm my God, saying you're most pee. places don't have like water protection things over the bed. It's not like a plastic water protection thing. What is it? It's like it's like a fabric. It's a piece of fabric that mm-hmm. goes below the sheet uh-huh. that's called a quote-unquote mattress protector, okay. and it's just supposed to protect, you know, again, for, like, those things. That yeah, water's getting through that. <laughs> like, orange juice is getting... Orange juice and coffee, and coffee stains. So, like, I'm just saying, like, it was fun and cute, whatever. It was cute and playful, but, like, I, there was part of me that got sat a little uneasy with that, and I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> it does not seem like you found it to be cute and or playful. They, she was having fun and he was having fun and it was nice to see her having fun. Yeah, they okay, fine. Yeah, that's fair. Um there, I also am not a big fan of wasting food. So like Oh well, okay. That's, like especially breakfast food, which is like amazing food. Man, this is I've become a new lover of toast and how dare people like waste toast. Man, this is <laughs> this is like a really strong stance for something so trivial, but I, I love how how um driven you are about it. I am. Yeah. It's very dedicated. Pro food. Um, there's a word you use during Michelle and Nate's date. I think it was when they're on the boat and like they were doing mm. like the prom pose, and he was like kissing her on the head. And there was a word you used to describe mm-hmm. Michelle's disinterest. Yeah. What was that word? I said that um, her disinterest was palpable. Yeah. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. It was very palpable. I I I don't know what's going on there. Um how Nate has gotten this far. It's weird. It's really weird. Like you watch the date and you could see it in her face. It's like, she's like, she would be anywhere else. Like it, that's what her face looks like. Like she would be anywhere else. Why did she handhold him figuratively to the extra mile of, I'm just going to straight up ask you if you're falling in love with me. Mm -hmm. And there's no way you would say no, unless like you truly dumb. Like, (laughs) I I really can't figure out like why she had to do that, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I have some theories in regards to the last episode, like the the next one, the yeah. one coming up. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um. So, just giving through what happened in the rose ceremony. Nate got the first rose. I was shocked. I was also shocked. And then I'm like. Does that mean Brandon's going home? It's like, oh, I guess she wasn't feeling it with Brandon. I guess it was more of a buddy thing. And then she sent Joe home. I, my confusion levels through the same. Ra- how, so, 
I don't think she came upon this decision just this week. Yes. Why did she keep Joe but not Rodney? Like, if Joe wasn't going to win, I, I was only convinced Joe was able to make it this far because he was going to win. So how did he make it this far if he wasn't going to win? Maybe she was hoping to get more out of Joe in the fantasy suites. Um, like, like, sh- like, like in the fantasy suites. Like, whether talking or whatever yeah. they did. Maybe she was hoping to just, like get more info out of him like when the cameras were on. like maybe she thought oh if the cameras are on maybe he's a little just like this because the cameras are on yeah. and i think that she was hoping that he would open up more or whatever and maybe he just didn't fulfill that and i i, I think you're dead on and i don't think it was as serious as like an ivan Tasha situation but i'm guessing that they had conversations in the fantasy suite where she's like oh maybe but no yeah like, there's no way yeah um at this point in my opinion it has to be brandon like, it has to be Brandon. You see, I want to say that because that's what it feels like. But if you also asked me earlier, I would have been like, Nate is clearly going home. And I was wrong. Um, my So here's my theory about why she chose Nate over, uh, over Brandon. Over I, Joe? Over Joe, yes. Sorry. I think she chose Nate because... Nate is more of a wild card. I think it's. I think she pretty clearly knows that she wants to pick Brandon, and I think she was leaning whether to pick Joe or Nate. And I think that someone like swayed her into picking, like someone could have swayed her into picking Nate because it it makes for more interesting television. True. Um, in that like, Nate meeting her parents. Someone we got a little clip of next week's episode, and we don't know who the. Uh, Michelle's mom is talking about but Michelle says asks her mom do you think he's ready for an engagement and the mom says no and now I can assume that they mean Nate but it's possible that they also mean Brandon so it's hard to tell yeah I mean I everything in my bone bones I've been wrong about a lot of the season but I, I feel very confident that it's Nate just, just given demeanor I mean Brandon's gonna come off so well like he's charming, yeah. he's affable. Like in Nate's kind of sup, or or Nate's kind of like nah, like attitude. <laughs> like I don't think it's gonna play. Yeah. Um. What? It was Nate who who was it who was on the hot tub date who Michelle's parents already met? Was that Brandon? That was Brandon. Yeah, man, Brandon's gonna yeah. win. Yeah. I should have known from the moment he was selected for that date. Mm. And like it's gonna be like, oh Brandon, great to meet you. Well, that was again. their first one on one. Yeah, and and he met her parents I, and made a good impression. I should have, damn, I should have known from them. I, I have like not been paying attention this season. You know what kills me? It's like the most uncertainty I've ever had in terms of like who's gonna win. Like yeah. I usually kind of have a feel for it. Yeah, yeah. And it's the most uncertainty, and it's the least I care. Like it's I don't care true. if it's Brandon or Nate. I really, I really don't care. I want it to be yeah. over. I want to know. How Clayton slept with so many people before <laughs> it is it is it is cruel almost for the Bachelor teases to be twisting me this much before we've even started his season because that stuff they're teasing probably doesn't happen till like week seven. I will say, I don't know how I feel about them showing so much of the season during this current season. Yeah, like you know, it's like how like it feels. 
like cheating almost. I think they know what's going on. That this season isn't great. Yeah. yeah. They're they're not they're not dumb, right? Yeah. Like they they I'm sure they're on social media. I, yeah. I I'm sure people talk. I'm sure ratings are, yeah. are an indicator. Yeah. And we like we'll reiterate again just for the sake of this uh podcast. We think Michelle is a good human. Like we like her as a person. Yeah. Everything she does is great. But like her as a bachelorette is very just like mediocre as at best. Yeah. And that's fine. But like it's just not our interest. Like I'm sure the producers love it. But like for us it's like not interesting television. And it just so happened that the group of guys out of all of the men there was only like a few like gems in there. And like we're at a point where it's just like not very interesting. And the problem is when you're just doing the dates, it it's very static. Yeah. And it's it's there's not a lot happening, but like when you have let's say like a Greg kind of blow up everything, yeah. everything starts moving and it's so kinetic and it's it's just you, you can't help but just like be on the edge of your seat and like, "Oh my god, what's going to happen next?" But there's none of that here and you know there's none of that here and and they they, they are <laughs> This is like a weird analogy, but it, it comes to mind for some reason. They are trying to make ice wine from the what's left of this bachelorette season they are like squeezing every last drop of juice from a raisin to get the tiniest bit of sweet juice and they can't do it because they had the teasers for next episode and there's nothing there there's nothing there oh but you're not excited that it's a three hour live finale my head's gonna go through a A floor three hour live finale uh i also don't know what happened but there has been no Tasha or caitlin whatsoever uh there was a very tiny bit in the very beginning of the episode so uh um a podcast um bachelor party um which i, I may or may not listen to they're not as good as us unsubscribe from those oh shows. no 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 they're great they're great they're great uh yeah that's i sh- definitely don't say I'm, sorry, I'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry uh, no, there's a really good podcast, uh, on the Ringo Network called Bachelor Party, and they have a bit that, that they used to have it, uh, they called it the Chris Harrison TRT, Total Runtime. Um, I don't know if the host ever renamed it to, like, the Tasha and Caitlin TRT, but the point was, is that, like, there was so little, like, Chris Harrison throughout, they could be like, oh yeah, his TRT was 90 seconds, because it was so little. Yeah. And I want to say the past mm, three weeks, if you don't count the in-studio spots, um, the TRT for Caitlin and Tasha, I think has been abysmal. Like I'm willing to bet in the past four episodes, it's been maybe five total minutes out of that many hours of content. Again, just, just the, the, the recorded bits, something in studio stuff. Right. And it's like, why? Like, could you couldn't get the three of them in a room, like Michelle, Caitlin and Tasha, and like, just like talk in the past, whatever they've done it, it's worked. Like, they brought, like, what was it? They brought Brie, I think, or what, yeah, was, it, what was it? it was Brie and, um, oh my god, what's her name? She's Dane Grocery Joe. Uh, Serena. Serena, yeah, like, they brought them, like, I know it's hard, like, quarantine pandemic and everything, but it, it's, you have to, like, bring in some other outside influence here, because our four principles, three at this point, our three principles are just, like, dry as a bone. Brandon's good. Brandon's cool, but I think Brandon is working from this point of like he has truly fallen for Michelle. Yeah. At least that's how I read it. 
Yeah. Or he's like a really good liar or something. But no, I, I really think Brandon's like really bought into this in a way that's like at least fun to watch. But Michelle and Nate, man, is, is not there. And Joe is nothing. Nothing, 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 nothing. Right. Um, right. So that's next week is the three hour live finale. And then we're done with Michelle's season. Yep. Uh, do you know when Clayton's season starts? Monday, January 3rd. We, we have, um, so there is a week off. We will not be off, however. Actually, this would be like a great thing to tease. So we will be doing after, um, Michelle's season of The Bachelorette. So that, that in between week, I guess it's the week of the 27th. So this poll will come out on like the 30th, I guess. We're going to be doing like our 2021 year in review. Nice. We're going to talk about like all the reality television stuff that happened this year, yep. you know, Bachelor, non Bachelor. Going to talk about our favorite moments, favorite shows, just kind yeah. of highlights from the year, highs, lows, just like a little um, reality TV show year in review yeah. for uh, for 2021. So that should be like a really fun episode. Yeah. So um, we're we're not really going to preview any of Clayton's women or anything. We're just gonna no. we're just gonna jump Dive in right real in. time. Um, we'll, we'll learn with y'all. I, I, I'm just gonna I'll do a quick look to see if any of them are from New Jersey because it's the <laughs> only thing I ever care about going in. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, um, that, that's kind of like what we're going to be looking to her. So, um, yeah, next week's pod is going to be something. Yep. I mean, we got to cover a three hour finale. I just like, yeah, I, oh, man. I'm sure there'll be something with them meeting the parents and maybe we'll see what happens. You're going to have all these studio spots that are going to be junk. I, I don't know what you're going to do. What you're going to bring Joe in. You're going to bring, um, they already had Rodney on the men tell all, so I guess you bring in Joe. You also bring I, in like Clayton, right? Is he still? Doing I, you his probably season? bring in Clayton yeah. for him to promo, and then I guess you bring in um, Nate and uh, Brandon for whatever happens. You think it's gonna be live or live to tape? Hmm. I mean, you can pretty much do it live. There's never really anything, like, okay. dangerous on it, you know? Yeah. No uh, real risk. The risk registers on that, yeah. real low on that. So, I, um, yeah, so my guess is Clayton will be there. And, yeah. and they'll do a little, like, Clayton promo package yeah. or whatever. And it'll be weird because if Clayton did select anyone, that person has been selected. So, that'll be, oh, yeah. that'll be interesting. So, yeah. You know, yeah. Strange. I haven't looked at the rumor mill. I do not intend to. I, I don't want to get spoiled. Yeah, I never um, do. I don't even know who Michelle picks. I'm that's hoping a, it's Brandon. That's why I've been in the fifth slot of our Bachelor Fantasy League for the whole league. Do you think the other people are cheating? No, I'm just saying uh, I, I'm not winning because I don't oh, cheat. I, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that the people who are winning are cheating, but I'm definitely not winning because <laughs> I'm not cheating. Um, well, anyway... Um, so we will see everyone next week with the yep. finale of Michelle's season of The Bachelorette. We are finally here. Woo. Or as um, Joe, <laughs> Joe says on the zip line, we... <laughs> We're going to bring Brandon level energy next week. None of this we main energy. We will certainly try. All right. Also, this is Joe energy. <laughs> I think Nate and Joe have like a similar energy. Um, so, uh, check out all the other podcasts on the Pop Break Network. 
Um, we're going to be covering Hawk, Hawkeye. Going to be covering Spider-Man. Covering Spider-Man. Yep. Um, uh, far From Home? No. No Way Home. No Way Home. Oh, man. There's so many homes. No Way Home. No Way Homes. Um, so everyone actually is going to be doing like a year-end review thing, not just mm-hmm. us. We we are part of the Pop Breaks 2021, uh, you know, uh, tr- 2021 wrap-up yep. Pop Break series. Yep. And we oh, are John. the trashiest one. Yay! Yay! <laughs> um... Uh, check out my other podcast mostly nitpicking um this week we're doing daredevil uh it's related somehow to something i don't know we're doing the 2004 daredevil movie with ben affleck it's terrible um so we'll be doing that and um also follow us at roses rejections yes follow us at roses rejections on twitter Yep. Uh, I will be more actively posting probably during Clayton season when there's more memes and stuff to post. Can't wait. I was just scrolling through. There's like nothing. No, there's, a, there's, there's, really there's nothing not to much, mine. Yeah, there's no... There's not enough drama to discuss. There's not enough interesting yeah. things to talk about. No interesting fashion to mock. The uh, ore's gone, folks. Let's pack up, move to another yeah. mine, and get out of here. Yeah, the ore. The ore. No. The ore's gone. I know you mean like, I know what you mean, but like I've never, like a coal mine or like a gold or, mine. Yeah, I'm thinking gold mine, yeah. But like you, the ores, no yeah. gold, why not just call it gold? Where's gold coming from? Comes from ore. Anyway, okay. um, we will see you all next week. Bye guys, love you. 